This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bolin Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bolin Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bolinbranch.com code odyssey. Exclusions apply. See site for details. So, have you been thinking about an open concept? Or how to fix up the basement and have that man cave you've always wanted? Or maybe it's time to look into solar for your house. You've come to the right place. It's time for the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction of Wisconsin and powered by Current Electric. Let's turn it over to big time, Mike McGivern. Good morning. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction and powered by Current Electric, the home of the superheroes. Obviously, I am not Mike McGivern. Uh, Mike McGivern is uh, a little under the weather this morning. So I am Ray Hoffman, marketing manager for Colonel Electric. And today, my co-host is Bingo Emmons with Creative Construction. How are you doing this morning, Bingo? Uh, sorry, Ray. We're connected with Bingo one more time here, but we do have Fred on the line here. Oh, Good morning, Ray. Well, welcome, Fred. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you today? Good. So our special guest today is Fred Hoppy with Hoppy Tree Service. Fred, it's uh, it's another wonderful Saturday, and I know Absolutely. you guys are very, very busy. It has been a busy uh, summer, especially these last few weeks in southeast Wisconsin with all these storms that have come through. Definitely have kept us on our toes. Very nice. Well, I know that you guys, you guys I, I, I was doing some research for the show today, Fred, and okay. uh, I've known you for quite a while. Yeah. And I did not realize that your company was started in 1972, and you're the third generation. Can you tell us yeah. a little history of the Happy Tree Service? Absolutely. Um, yeah, as you said, uh, it was started in 1972, and that was started by my father, um, my uncle, as well as my grandfather. So that was when Happy Tree Service as an entity started um, on its own. Um, all three of them had been doing tree work for quite a while before that, um, but that's when uh, Hoppy Tree Service, as it is today, started. So today, uh, me and my brother, August, are the co-owners of the company and have been for, uh, oh, getting close to eight, or eight years or so. But we've been um, actively managing it since oh, right around 2001. So it's, uh, and you have it's been a fun ride. And you locations, correct? We do. We, so we service the uh, majority of southeast Wisconsin. We have our administrative office and uh, central location in West Dallas. We have uh, north location in, in Grafton, just off uh, Highway 60. And we have uh, our newest location in Caledonia, and that is where our Urban Wood Lab store is as well, right on uh, South 27th Street, uh, just north of 
Seven Mile Road and just south of the new Elm Road exit off of 94. Yeah, I've been at that location. I'm definitely going to, uh, we're definitely going to bring that back up later in the show because I think it's a phenomenal place. And I know uh, my company is going to be taking advantage of that location as well here shortly. But uh, hey, can you tell us hey, Ray, a little bit? Just let you know. Yeah. You got me back on. <laughs> oh, Bingo's back oh. on. Bingo, yeah, welcome to the show. How are you doing this morning? All right. Yeah? Good. Yeah. yeah I, I just caught the tail end of it about that Caledonia shop, that thing. Uh, that's, that's, he's, he's not. He has no, I mean, Ray, you've been there. We've been there. Um, that place is just awesome. He, he takes wood that you know normally would get thrown away, turns into stuff, fireplace mantles, uh, tables. It's just it's crazy how, I mean, how great that stuff is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely want to talk about that more because there's uh, some things that you guys do, Fred, down there that um, I didn't realize until until I went down there. Um, so we're definitely going to talk about that because I, we're actually we're looking at doing a, a large countertop through you guys right now, or uh, not a countertop, but a live edge. Um, yeah. So it's going to be uh, pretty awesome. So, it's, it's, but I did want to get into uh, how do you guys work, Freddie? How's and I say Freddie because I know Freddie. Don't call him Freddie. It's actually Fred. But <laughs> um, <laughs> how do you, how does Hoppy Tree Service work? What sets you guys apart from everybody else? Well, you know, definitely the Urban Woodlab store is something that is a great differentiator for us. You know, it's all locally sourced, upcycled urban wood. You know, we love finding the, the highest and the best use for the, uh, the wood that we come across. Um, we do a lot of custom milling for uh, our clients. If they have a, a tree on their property that has to come down for any number of reasons, um, we can mill that to whatever specifications they want and, and kiln drive for them for any number of projects. Um, at our store in Caledonia, we also have a number of uh, processing services we provide, um, whether it's uh, uh, straight-line ripping pieces to do glue-ups, uh, sanding pieces, uh, planing services. Um, so, yeah, the Urban Wood Lab side is, is definitely a, a very cool differentiator for us. But on the tree service side, we've been doing this so long, uh, we really make it easy to work with. You know, I think the processes. Uh, that we've put in place really uh, uh, set us apart uh, in in our industry um, from the uh, the ease of getting a, a quote, um, requesting a quote on our, our website um, to our office staff being able to contact you, uh, set up a time that works for everyone, and, and the, the sales arbor is follow-up, and, and all the way through scheduling and getting the work completed. We make it really easy to work with because... You know, and then this is it's all about people. That's our, our mission is taking care of people and their trees. Um, and we have it in that order for a reason. The trees aren't our clients, the, the people are. Yeah, I think that's something that um, creative construction, bingo, um, we we all have in common is the education. I know there's a lot of education Fred provides for his team. I know bingo's uh, providing a lot of education for his team. We always provide education for our team. So, Bingo, I, I know you really wanted to have Fred on the show this morning, and there's a really good reason for that. Can you explain the reason why um, why typically tree tree um, people are not really known oh, well, as yeah. part of the home improvement industry, but they really are? So I wanted you to take time to explain why. Yeah, well, in a remodeling business, um, you know, I'm not going to, you know, one thing, one thing about Fred, and uh, that's, He's definitely my wife's favorite tree person. When we had a birch get we had a birch get sick in our yard, 
I thought this is just a big sales gimmick. Guys are going to stick needles in the tree. Next thing you know what, the tree's fine. <clears throat> the magnolia tree's got some kind of scale thing on it. He comes in, he sprays it with some stuff. Everything gets cured. Um, yeah, he's great at just fixing trees and stuff, which also brought up the point about remodeling is you do a remodeling project, you have a tree. You have a tree's in the yard. And I have a list of questions I want to go with, with Fred. Uh, some questions, even stuff that happened this week. There's things that those guys can do. Like one thing, Fred. Um, yeah, what's like? Because like, if you, you know, you, you know, I just, I just sent you over a customer over in Tulsa about a couple months ago, because you, have, you have to be able to get in the backyard. And um, what's like the narrowest opening you can get in now? You got, I, mean, I seen that machine like just go through a walkway and it opens yeah, up to a big explosive machine. It's amazing how mechanized uh, the industry has become, even from. Uh, when I started, um, we have these uh, self-propelled lifts on tracks that have a very narrow profile when they uh, when they're traveling. So we can get through a standard size gate, which is you know 36 inches. So uh, we can have uh, the machine get through that that opening set up and still have working height of of 72 feet. You know, it's really uh, a necessity nowadays, especially with uh, we're kind of right in the thick of emerald ash borer, and unfortunately seeing a lot of trees decline. And they decline so fast that, you know, it becomes fast unsafe for someone to climb that tree as you would traditionally. So um, being able to work uh, safer and faster with some of the, the great machines we have is a necessity. But I loved how you mentioned, uh, Bingo, that, you know, yeah, we, we're great at taking trees down, and a lot of times they do have to come down. But what we really love is taking care of trees before they get sick. Or if they do get sick, uh, being able to figure out what's going on and, and come up with uh, with a plan to, to get them healthy again and thrive. Yeah, because like if you get like a tree, like let's say someone's doing a small dish or making a mud room, but it gets next to some big tree that's been around since the beginning of time. Um, yeah, what can a contractor do, or what what can you know we do or remodeler do uh, to prevent you from trees? Do you just have to move them or? Can you do yeah. things that we can do to get next to them? Oh. There's there's any number of, of things that can be done, and it's, it's really you know, obviously case by case. You know, a lot of it depends on uh, the type of tree, uh, the size of the tree, you know, the proximity to the area that's being worked on. Um, you know, if, if you're talking about you know putting in a, an addition, you know, it could be uh, involved excavation. So you got to think about where that root zone is. Uh, where it wants to be in the future and, and take that into consideration. But, you know, there's a lot of methods of identifying where the root system is, you know, um, directional pruning away from buildings. So there's a lot of strategies to have trees and, and buildings uh, coincide happily. So you, you have a method of doing that. How do you do that, Fred? Well, we're actually working on a project now where um, – we're using so there's a, a, a footprint for a, um, a, a soon-to-be addition at a client of ours lake property, and they have these huge, beautiful Norway spruce. They're all probably about 20 to 25 inches in diameter, and you know, 60 to 70 feet tall. Gorgeous, majestic trees that add a lot of value to the property. Um, and they had the foresight to you know consider like what's going to happen if we excavate for this this footings for these this addition. Uh, what's what's that going to do to these trees that are within like 15 feet of the building? So they called us and, um, and I kind of surveyed, did a little site inspection, and came up with 
you know, what we were going to do is uh, a root inspection. So one of the tools we have, which is great, is a, a pneumatic air tool to, you know, blow away the soil without damaging the roots so we can identify where those roots are and, and do precise pruning as opposed to, you know, tearing away with a, a backhoe or excavator. You can imagine what kind of damage that would do to a root system. So um, one of the great tools we have, yeah, this, this pneumatic air tool, Air Spade is what they call it. That's the brand that we use, and it ends up saving a lot of trees. Very good. Well, we all love saving trees, right? So Absolutely. Uh, so we got to get to a break, but um, on the other side of the break, I want to talk more about how you save the trees. I know you guys have a lot of certifications throughout your throughout your company. So, And they gave me a list of them, but I could not read them all in, uh, in a great amount of time. So uh, on the other side of the break, we'll definitely talk about that. You are listening to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction and powered by Kern Electric, home of the superheroes. And our guest today is Fred Hoppy with Hoppy Tree Service. by Creative Construction and powered by Current Electric. I see we're, uh, yeah, I was just going over my questions here. Fred, you still there? Yes, I am. All right, I was just going over my questions here. Yeah, I didn't know that was my cue to jump on. Sorry about the little delay. 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 But, uh, it's all good, bingo. Uh, I was yeah, just jamming I, to the music. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyways, okay, yeah, I have another one. Uh, I have I have, I have some, some things that have up and just because you know there's remodeling shows, so I got to get my remodeling questions all the way before we start talking about the cool stuff you do with the Urban Wood Lab, which is and uh, oh I got to give a shout out to Current Electric, uh, Ray uh, Frank came over I you know we got a building we had some lighting issues power issues Frank came in there uh, I came up with a plan then he sent Andy over there and four days later man that thing is perfect electrical works we can run saws now we can do stuff our lights are all good. So when you see them, you know, give Frank and Andy a you know, pat on the back for me. Absolutely. But I have to tell a little story because this kind of ties into Fred as well. So Andy discovered a bird in Bingo's office and couldn't figure out why there was a bird in a box. There was a hurt bird in their parking lot, and Bingo decided to bring it in his office so he could get somebody to take care of it properly. That's the kind of comp- kind of person Bingo is. Yeah, we actually found the owner. <laughs> yeah, good. Okay. It turned out good. Uh, uh, anyways, um, uh, okay, what's the, okay, you know, being in my own business, you know, I do the plaster stucco work and stuff, and we got trees. Okay, a neighbor's rubbing on a, on a, a neighbor's tree is rubbing on a house. There's, I got two problems uh, that happens with that. One time we had one that actually made the news on Wisconsin Avenue a long time ago where a city tree was rubbing on the house. So how do you handle that? If the cave, the city tree is is rubbing on uh, rubbing on something on my house, in that case it was a flagpole. Uh, how, I mean, what do we do, Fred? Yeah, well, the, the first thing is I, what I always 
you know, recommend to our, our clients is to, you know, contact the owner of that, that tree first and foremost. You know, most communities have ordinances in place where, you know, you have a right and a responsibility to prune anything that, you know, goes over the plane of that property line. So, but there's a big caveat, you can't do anything that would negatively affect the, the overall health uh, structure or health of that, that tree. So it's, it gets to be a, a gray area, but communication is always key. Um, there's definitely, uh, um, we, we come across, you know, clients quite often who, you know, similar situation you're describing, bingo, where there's a, a neighbor's tree, but it, you know, extends well over the property line. You know, trees don't really respect property lines that well. Um, and they want to just cut it all the way back to the property line. I want it straight up. And it's like, all right, time out. Let's think about it. Do you really want to stare at that tree that's cut straight back to the lot line, uh, leaving poor pruning cuts and most likely upsetting the neighbor? Um, so it's, it's, it's key to get the, the, the other party involved, um, let them know your concerns or, uh, or what needs to get done on the other side. Um, so that's the key there is, is talking with the neighbors about it. Um, but, you know, ultimately you do have a right to prune anything that goes over the, the plane of that property line. And, you know, it can most of the time it can be done in a, in a tasteful, uh, tasteful way according to industry standards so that the tree's healthy, looks good, and, um, you know, and will we'll thrive for the long term. Well, it's happened to me one time where you know, I was doing a, doing a house and I started stuck in the back of the garage and a neighbor came screaming and said, you're stepping on my flowers and stuff. Because technically they actually own four feet behind the garage, but they've, they've never done nothing. So what do you, I mean, yeah. what do you guys do when you guys are like cutting a tree and some neighbor comes screaming out at you? I mean, yeah, you well, you know, we, <laughs> that always gets to be a, a, a difficult situation and it's, it's happened a bunch, but that's why, you know, if we're, uh, uh, out on a proposal for a client and there's a, a, a tree in a, in a situation like that, we uh, we have them fill out a neighbor permission request form or just, you know, make it very clear that, you know, you know we don't want to be caught in the middle when we're pruning on this tree that's um, originating on the neighbor's property but extends over your yard. So it's all about good communication and, and emphasizing to our client that, you know, from this point during the proposal estimate, when the work done is you have to have that conversation with your client to let them know as a courtesy that, you know, work's going to be done on that, on that tree. And that usually uh, alleviates a lot of, a lot of issues because people get very passionate about their trees, which is good, but it's never fun to be uh, caught in the middle of a neighbor dispute. Hi, um, yeah, another one too, because this, you know, this reform modeling up, um, someone's got a, like a big tree and it's, it's coming up the driveway. And I told him this. I don't know if it's true or not. But uh, he's got a big tree right now. His big tree and the driveway's starting to come up. And the guy's like, we need to cut this tree down because it's lifting up my driveway. I think if he cut the tree down, if I, what happens is is the, like when the roots die, it actually becomes a sinkhole. It, you know, is that true? Or, I mean, what happens? Like, you know, people like, well, I'm going to cut a tree down because lifting my sidewalk. And the next thing you know, it, it, it's not like an actual sinkhole, but it starts to, once the, the, when the tree decays or roots decay, it goes down. Yeah, I mean, that, that can happen. Um, it's more so to do with uh, water, you know, water, the universal solvent. So when that tree dies, it's going to break down. But, you know, typically if it's heaving a, a driveway, you're going to be seeing cracks. So moisture is the bigger culprit for, for those sinkholes as opposed to tree roots. 
Now, is that something, Freddie, that you can help with, or do, does the tree have to come down in all cases? Uh, not all cases. You know, it depends on, um, you know, the root density, uh, the type of tree, you know, the, the construction of the new driveway. I had a, a project in Wauwatosa. It was an interesting one. It was a narrow driveway, old established house, and their asphalt driveway is just going into total disrepair, almost undrivable, uh, just due to the deterioration of the asphalt as well as this large black walnut. Um, that was the neighbor's tree. That was, you know, right off the driveway. You know, and we were just trying to come up with a plan of how they can replace their driveway and, and maintain this tree. And we also, again, utilized that... Um, that tool I mentioned before, the, the air spade, which uses compressed air to blow the soil away. They use this tool like in uh, uh, looking for underground utilities too. So it's, it's, it's a nice tool to uh, delicately, gently uh, examine that root system and, and see where that, uh, you know, where the main root mass is. So there's different types of roots. You got lateral roots, which are more structural than fine roots. Um, and those ones close to the base of the tree, you want to try to avoid if possible. So in this scenario, we, we pulled up the driveway, or another contractor pulled up the driveway, um, and we came in and uh, you know did kind of a, a trench along the driveway of the footprint of where they wanted it to be, and and realized that you know we didn't have substantial roots that we were afraid to cut into and damage the tree um, in that in close proximity. So they were able to replace the driveway with uh, little or no harm to that that large tree. Whatever Very nice. You we definitely want to save as many trees as possible, right? Absolutely. Yeah. You know, trees uh, trees make people happy. Yeah, but what happens if you would have picked up an air tool and you would have found out the roots are there? Then what, what do you do? Well, yeah, depending on what type of roots they are, you know, that it might be, uh, you know, there's really not any good way to replace this driveway without, um, you know, cutting into some of these roots. And so when it comes to that point where you do have to do substantial root cutting, you want to look at what kind of percentage. You know, everyone, you know, most roots stay within the top two feet of soil and they go out far and wide. Um, but it's not always a nice even distribution um, evenly from, all, from, from every angle. So roots are going to grow where roots are going to grow. So that's areas that have good soil characteristics where there's a lot of the right amount of moisture and the right amount of oxygen. So, you know, Typically, underneath driveways, you know, that's not ideal conditions for roots. So, typically, we don't see a lot of uh, root density in those areas. But you know, sometimes if you got, if you maybe if you have to cut maybe one or two uh, lateral roots, and you know you have substantial, you know, good area soil volume on the other sides of the tree, it it could pull through fine. You know, there's there's definitely treatments that could be done to uh, make the tree healthy, kind of get in a nice holding pattern to uh, withstand that, that kind of impact. But every tree is different. Every case is different. So it's, um, there's a lot of variables. All right. You just, you, you know, well, you know more about trees. It's like, you know, like Ray was electricity or me was stucco. Uh, anyways, so, so if you want to build an addition or do something, you're worried about the trees. Fred, how will they call you or what's in your website? Yeah, we make it easy. On our uh, our website, we have a request a quote link. It's the first thing you see. Um, there's also, uh, um, you can request a consultation. Um, if you just want us to come out and um, do a walkthrough, um, there's a step-by-step process on our website that you can, um, that you can uh, 
click on and, and, and go that route as well. Or you call into our office if you'd like to talk to a person. Um, we're open 8 a.m. to 4.30 p.m. weekdays, and that number is 414-257-2111. Okay, can you have to repeat that? I just got my crayon off. <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> area code 414-257-2111. Okay, and your, and your website? HoppyTreeService.com. All right, gentlemen, so we got to go on uh, another break. You are listening to Fred Hoppy with Hoppy Tree Service, HoppyTreeService.com, and I'll let him repeat the phone number again a couple more times during the show here. Um, but you are listening to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction and powered by Kern Electric, home of the superheroes, on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Home Improvement Show. Built by Creative Construction and powered by Kern Electric, home of the superheroes. Our guest today is Fred Hoppy with Hoppy Tree Service. Welcome back, Fred. Thank you. So, yeah, Fred, I wanted to is. talk a little bit about, because we I know Bingo has a lot more questions because he sent me an email on him, but I did want to talk about, there's a lot of certifications you guys have. Yeah. And I know you guys are one of the, uh, one of the, only tree services, um, at least from what I'm, what I'm researching, that you have over 10 people certified arborists and your salespeople are arborists and everything. So I wanted you to talk a little bit about that and the certifications you guys carry because there's a long list and I can't read it all. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, great thing to bring up. It's something that we're very, very proud of. You know, everyone at our company, um, every field worker, a plant health care technician, the tree work department is an arborist in, in some degree of training. Um, we have our own in-house training program um, that starts right from, from day one um, that leads up to becoming a, a certified arborist through the International Society of Arboriculture. Uh, so that's something that we're, we're very proud of. Uh, we're also instrumental in starting an apprenticeship program um, that's recognized through the state, um, which is, is innovative for our industry and in our in our uh, in our state and then everyone knows how hard it is to uh, find find good help so we are um, you know putting processes in place to train people from from day one with no experience you can go through a pre-apprenticeship program uh, through which is a two years apprenticeship program of three and then be ready to take the certified arborist exam afterwards we do also have uh, two board-certified master arborists on staff, myself being one. Um, and to be able to sit for that exam, you have to have uh, quite a few prerequisites, uh, including just um, you know, time in the field. Um, so, you know, the, that ISA certified arborist is, is kind of like the gold standard for uh, individuals in our industry. That is a personal credential. Um, we also have uh, accreditation. Uh, for our whole company through the Tree Care Industry Association, and that's something that we're also very proud of. Um, I believe there's about 11, 11 to 12, maybe more now, in the state of Wisconsin that are accredited by the TCIA. Uh, they make sure you have all the uh, uh, the, the office uh, infrastructure in place, business plan, uh, training program, but a big component is safety. They come out and do... Uh, on-site uh, safety audits on a regular basis to get that recertification. 
So across the country, I believe there's probably about two two to three hundred companies that have this accreditation. So that's a nice feather in our cap. So, Ray, you mentioned training um, earlier, and that's something that we we're constantly doing. We actually had um, our West Dallas location had their uh, quarterly uh, day training yesterday, and we brought in the Milwaukee Fire Department uh, high rescue high angle rescue team to uh, kind of compare notes with us. Um, see how they approach uh, situations that, you know, say, a, a climber is disabled in a tree. How do they go about getting that person down? And uh, on the flip side, they wanted to see how I mean, we do aerial rescue training on a regular basis ourselves. And uh, it was great to compare notes for, uh, you know, fortunately we've not had to uh, have to have, have any aerial rescues up to this point, um, but it's good to uh, be prepared if something like that happens because it is, you know, you can do everything right and the tree could fail and things can go south pretty quick. That's amazing. I didn't, that is, that's something I just learned about you, Fred. I didn't know you guys did that with the uh, fire department. That's amazing. That's a great program. It really is. They are great to work with, um, and we're very fortunate to get that training in, and hopefully we'll do that on – that was the first time we've done it with, with them, but hopefully we can do that on a more regular basis because there's so many – new developments in technology. You know, when I started, it was just rope and harness climbing um, at our company. You know, um, I was on the climbing crew. I remember the day after a few years of working that we got our first aerial lift. And um, even now, just the, the, the instruments used in climbing, there's all sorts of ascenders and uh, different gadgets that um, get pretty complex pretty quickly. So it's good to uh, be up to date with the latest and the greatest because, you know, if you know a tree climber, they... They're, they're gear junkies. They like getting all sorts of the latest and the greatest. Yeah, you won't catch me up there. That's way too high <laughs> for me. That's not yeah, going to happen. <laughs> what about you, Bingo? Do you think you'll go up I just, there? I, I, just, I just learned that, too. I never thought about that. What happens if a guy's you know, cutting the top of a tree and he gets stuck? Uh, you know, you know how, how, do you, how do you get him down? I haven't thought about it. You yeah. had to train for that. But it, I know things have changed, tricky. even like... Even like in our business and stuff with scaffolding and all the OSHA regulations and stuff, I'm sure when you, when, you know, with the mask and stuff. I mean, I you see Fred guys there; those guys got ear protection on, face protection. They, I mean, just, they got guards, they got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, but I, you know, I never even thought about that. What do you do when you guys stuck in a tree? Yeah, well, now you know, as mentioned in those aerial lifts uh, that we use now, quite on a regular basis, and you know. They're great machines, but they have a lot of moving parts, and they can go sideways pretty quick. They can break down. So knowing what the emergency lowering, uh, the manual overrides of those machines are is, is important. There are instances where the machine kind of gives up on you, and uh, that's not good if you're fully extended. So you know, the person operating the machine needs to know the ins and outs of that machine, but Likewise, the people on the ground need to know the inside and outside of those machines as well because you can lose power in the, the control basket where you'll need to use the, the manual overrides at the base of the machine. So very important for everyone, not just the, the operator, to to know how to to work that machine in those scenarios. Or likewise, if you're doing rope and harness, harness climbing, you, you need to be able to kind of assess the situation if something goes wrong. Um, if a climber gets hurt or some of their gear gets compromised, that that gets really tricky when you have to set another climbing line in that tree and get that person's full weight off of that line onto another. That gets very involved and nothing that 
and nothing that can be rushed and you definitely got to know what you're doing cuz nothing nothing's worse than creating you know two victims out of one incident as opposed to one yeah you got to be you got to be safe yeah and it's too um yeah it's like when you guys are cutting too in the old days people would just cut things just fall down now i, I see you guys you know they're like lowering each to cut logs like little sections and they're lowering them down they don't just throw them like they used to oh yeah absolutely you know we are you know definitely working quite often in you know urban settings neighborhoods you know like Wauwatosa where where i grew up not a lot of scenarios where you can just let pieces fly you know things have to come down controlled around unmovable objects you know we're working over houses fences uh, wires in some scenarios so uh, making sure that you know where that piece is going is important so you can use you know rope ropes and blocks and tackles pulleys use a lot of times we use the tree itself as uh, create lowering points within the tree to bring things down slowly or swing them where we need to go um, but we also have two uh uh, cranes that we utilize so if we you know have to actually pick a piece up with little or no movement we have the ability to do that so we have two several size uh, cranes that assist in that and that's very very helpful in in tight tight spots uh some of our our neighborhoods around in milwaukee now fred we're talking a lot about cutting down trees and obviously that's a big part of your business i know it's not everything you guys do you guys also do the, uh, you know, repairing trees. Uh, you deal with a lot of emerald ash borer, but you guys also plant trees. Yeah, so absolutely. You try to we, you try to plant one for every one every one you remove. I believe you told me at some point. Absolutely, if not more. Um, you know the the loss of canopy due to emerald ash borer is is pretty devastating. Um, so it's very important to. Uh, you know, to put trees back, and that's something that we've definitely made a, a big push for recently. We've expanded capacity in our, our landscape division to do that, and we do we, we spend a lot of time. We do a webinar series for our clients and, uh, and anyone that wants to sign up for it. You know, picking the right tree for the right spot is huge. You know, there's uh, there's reasons that, you know, Emerald Ash or, or it was this, is as devastating to us as, as it is because it's, it's poor planting practices. You know, um, way too many ash trees were planted as a percentage of, you know, overall uh, tree population, you know, and that's what's gotten us into this this mess with so many trees having to, having to come down. You know, it started, it was a similar issue scenario with all the American elms starting in the 50s that started to decline from Dutch elms disease. Um, just about every street in Milwaukee was lined with American elms. And they all had to come down, and they were faced with trying to replace all that, and the canopy loss was, was devastating for a number of different factors. But they yeah, it's funny. I'm actually, standing, maple and I'm actually standing here, Fred. We're doing a, a river cleanup for Kern Electric this morning uh, when awesome. I got the call last night from Mike asking if I could uh, host this with Bingo today. And I'm looking at all these trees in a park along the river that um, are not – there's no leaves, no nothing. Um, so I believe they're dead, but, um, so that would definitely be something. Do you work with cities or, uh, um, like homeowners associations a lot as well? We do. And that's where, uh, um, a lot of the work in ash removal is right now is these, these natural low lying, low lying areas. Ash is a, is a, a type of tree that regenerates really easily by seeds and, 
there's still a lot of young ones coming up and there's you know a lot of a lot of ones that are dead and still standing you know you go up and down the interstate you see whole forests of dead trees it's pretty sad and a lot of parkways as well those are areas that have just been kind of neglected but now when you're staring a dead tree in the face and something potentially that could fail and and go across a path or a street or, or hit a, a target like a house or, or heaven forbid someone you know something needs to be done about those yeah absolutely i think uh i'll definitely contact you later and let you know what trees i'm looking at that are uh dead maybe you can contact the city i don't want to announce it on radio but sure <laughs> yeah so, yeah i still gotta i still gotta get my um i gotta get up i still got my basement question i they was yeah, over waving yeah. at me to make sure we answer because, you know, from customers. Um, yeah, okay, what about, you know, tree roots getting to the basement and in the sewers? I mean, do you guys, can sure. you guys help with any of that, or is there stuff you can do? Yeah, de- definitely. Uh, we can definitely help assess the, the situation. Um, you know, like I mentioned before, you know, tree roots are going to grow where there's good conditions for them to thrive. So, you know, I learned from my good friend Chris Mancuso, actor at Basement, that, you know, 90% of foundation issues are grading and downspouts and water. So if, if that water is, you know, going towards the foundation, um, roots are going to want to thrive in those areas and expand, and that's where you're going to see issues. So, you know, and over time, you know, trees will kind of raise somewhat out of the ground or seemingly out of the ground. Most of those roots are in the that top two feed of soil where there's the right amount of oxygen and moisture, and that's where they're going to thrive. So a tree can kind of change the grade over time. It, it, you know, when it was planted, it might have been perfect grade, but over time it can, you know, that root flare as it, as it enters the ground can kind of raise up and, and cause water to go towards the house when you want it to be going away from a house. That's great. But also, um, you know, with, yeah, we can use that air spade tool and, and help identify where those roots are if they're going towards the house and do selective cutting uh, to deter them. All right, so we're going to have to take a break, gentlemen. We'll uh, we'll finish answering that question when we come back. Um, also, I want to talk about your location in Caledonia because I think that is something that's really cool with you, Fred, and uh, Hoppy Tree Service. So you are listening to the Home Improvement Show. Our guest today is Fred Hoppy with Hoppy Tree Service, and it's the Home Improvement Show is built by Creative Construction and powered by Kern Electric, home of the superheroes, on 1250 AM, The Fan. Good morning. Welcome to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction and powered by Kern Electric, home of the superheroes. Our guest today is Fred Hoppy with Hoppy Tree Service. Welcome back, Fred. Thank you very much. It's been great. And our co-host today is Bingo Emmons with Creative Construction. Call creativeconstruction.com. So, Fred, I wanted to make sure that we cover your location in Caledonia, your retail location. So can you tell us about it and what you guys do? Um, It's an awesome place. It is really, uh, if you're into woodworking, you'll be like a kid in a candy store. so that's where we have our, our, our locally sourced uh, wood pieces. Everyone's different and unique. So a lot of live-edge slabs, those are very popular. Uh, we do dimension, uh, regular dimensional lumber for, uh, uh, for finished, finished carpentry as well. So we, uh, um, 
and also we do some processing services. So we have a, a straight line ripping saw. We have a big industrial uh, sander, a planer. So we can help people get a, a leg up on their project. You know, a lot of woodworkers uh, don't have access to some of these machines that we do, so we can uh, uh, we can help them out there. But it's, uh, you know, one they're, unique they're thing. Big all, these are big machines that are there. I mean, I, I was there one time on a Saturday, and a guy came in and, you know, look, you know, it was a really, you know, really nice, expensive piece of wood. And he, like, he has certain dimensions and certain things he wanted for his fireplace mantle and stuff. And he, you guys, you know, and, uh, you know, I think Maury Miller or someone was there. is like, yeah, okay, like, no problem. They'll just, they just do it. Yeah, absolutely. And the best part is all the pieces in our store, you know, nothing was taken down for its timber value. This is all stuff that would have been earmarked for for the dumper for firewood. So, you know, firewood's, you know, a great uh, existence for a piece of wood, but some of these pieces, it's, it's highest and best use is definitely living on longer in, in, a, in a fun project like a, uh, a coffee table or uh, uh, cabinets or, or any number of different projects. Now it's called Urban Lab, right? The Urban Wood Lab. Urban Wood Lab. And I know it's uh, it's close to Seven Mile Fair because I was over there. And uh, can you give better directions than what I can probably give? Yeah, the act, exact address is uh, 195 South 27th Street. And it's uh, you can exit on the new Elm Road, South Elm Road exit, or Seven Mile Road um, right off of 94. So it's right and what hours on, are you guys uh, open there, Fred? We are open Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, or Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. So today we're open till 2 p.m., and during the week we're open till 4 p.m. And actually, if you wanted to, if you're out and about in Waukesha today, we are having a urban wood milling demonstration at the Sustainability Fair at Retzer Nature Center. And that goes from 9.30 today to 3 p.m., the Retzer Nature Center in Milwaukee. I believe it's off Meadowview. Uh, yeah, and you guys do a lot of that stuff too, Fred. Trying to get out in the community and uh, uh, educating people and showing people what you do. I know uh, well, you told me that you guys have been doing quite a bit of shows lately. Also, um, yeah, Fred. Also, you know, um, you guys. I, mean, I congratulate you with all the work you guys do with Habitat Humanity and all those trees you guys plant for, the, for all those projects and like restores and. I mean, you can do yeah. all of that kind of stuff. We actually, yeah, we have, we're in four different uh, Habitat for Humanity restores um, with uh, uh, displays for wood. So you can find our wood products at, at those stores as well. Yeah, I know, Fred, I, I contacted you, I think it was two weeks ago, and uh, we're looking to get a live edge slab at my office. And uh, it was very, very easy to talk to your people over there and uh, get an idea of price. And uh, I just gave him the dimensions, and he said, this is what we can do. Um, I haven't ordered it yet, but I'm looking forward to ordering it soon. Um, and he even had recommendations based off of what exactly I was doing with it, of what kind of uh, uh, tree I should use and everything. So it was a fantastic experience so far. Yeah, a lot of people, you know, they have an idea of what they want done, but they help, need help connecting the dots. And our staff, um, Dan and Eric down at the Wood Lab, are great, at, and, and Maury, they're great at helping you connect those those dots and uh, seeing the, the project finished, finished through. Uh, 
I got one more question because I know Ray's going to cut me off here. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, let's say that let's say that someone's doing an addition and remodeling project and they get a tree and it's been there for a hundred years. Is it possible to take part of that tree and use it like a fireplace mentor or keep part of it or make a slab or something out of it? Absolutely. That's one of the funnest things we do at the Urban Wood Lab in conjunction with uh, the tree crew department. So we can, uh, you know, starting with the sales arborist, we can uh, walk the homeowner through that process of getting that tree down, making sure we're cutting that trunk section or large uh, stem section in the right dimensions, and we can get it to our, our mill we can cut it to whatever specs you need. We have our Sawyer Carl. He can help create a custom milling plan, or if you know what exactly what you want, we can do that. And then we can see it through with the, the kiln drying it to the right moisture content and uh, uh, process that wood and have you ready to ready to run on your project. So that's that's one of the funnest things that we do um, when you're you know nothing's better than utilizing trees from your own property. And then, yeah, uh, Ray, get your phone numbers and website a couple of times here again before we you know, before we'll go off. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, Fred, can you uh, give us your phone number? I know it's hoppytreeservice.com. And uh, can you give us your phone number if anybody wants to get a hold of you or wants to get educated or even wants to sign up for uh, one of your events that uh, they may want you to come out? I know you do a lot of those as well. So I want to make sure absolutely. people can get a hold of you. Yeah, like you said, the, the email, the website's, HoppyTreeService.com. Our phone number is area code 414-257-2111. Again, that's 414-257-2111. Yeah, I know you won't be disappointed with the services. What? Is there anything you missed that that you want to tell people about your company, Fred? No, I think we, we touched on it all. Um, you know, just uh, we love taking care of people and their trees. Um, you know, trees are an important part of of, of, of everything that we, we do. You know, every property has some type of vegetation on it. And it it uh, adds to the value of the property. It adds to the comfort of, of life. Um, so it's important to take care of those, those trees, and we'd love to, to help you with that. Yeah, yeah, Fred can do it all. If the tree is sick, he can bring him. He can bring him back to life. If you got problems with your remodeling project, uh, Fred can consult you with that. And just here, you know, and you, I, you know the Fred. You know about my wife. She's your number one fan. So uh, you guys uh, have yeah, a great yard. It's it's great working with you and Deb. Yep. Well, thank you guys very much for a, a fantastic morning. And how fitting is it that I'm sitting here cleaning a river? Um, while I'm talking to Fred, one of the most environmentally uh, uh, conscious people I know, and Bingo, who is a huge supporter for environmentally conscious and healthy living, and, uh, of course, Fred is as well. So how fitting is that that I'm sitting here watching my team while I'm on the phone, while I'm on the radio with you guys uh, clean up a river? So uh, thank you very much for being here, Fred. It was uh, a great experience, and everybody call Fred Hoppy at hoppytreeservice.com at 414-257-2111, Fred? That's right. All right. I remembered the number now. So everybody give him a call, and uh, uh, hopefully if you have anything that you have trees that need to come down, you have trees that need to be repaired, you have sick trees, or if you want to add trees and add to our environment, 
uh, Hoppy Tree Service, and the guys at Hoppy Tree Service are there for you. And if you're looking to do a mantle or a live, uh, live edge slab, make sure you check out his location in Caledonia, the Urban Wood Lab. And uh, it's a phenomenal place. I got to go see it a few weeks ago. And uh, definitely looking forward to getting that live edge slab here shortly from you, Fred. Thank you very much for your time this morning. Thank you. Have a great rest of the weekend. Thank you. And bingo, yeah. thank you yeah. as always. It was fun co-hosting yeah. with you. And I yeah. love doing the show with you guys. Yeah. All right. Yeah, until Mike, um, get well. <laughs> yeah, I will. And that All was right. Bingo Edmonds with Creative Construction, callcreative.com. And uh, you are listening to the Home Improvement Show, built by Creative Construction. And This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There are any number of reasons you might consider selling your home. That's where an agent who is a realtor comes in to navigate the process to sell your home in a way that's right for you. Because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. I'm Glennon Doyle, author of Untamed and host of the podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. On We Can Do Hard Things, my wife, Abby, my sister, Amanda, and I talk honestly about the hard parts of life. Join us and guests like Michelle Obama, Tracy Ellis Ross, and Brene Brown as we have refreshingly honest conversations. New episodes are out every Tuesday and Thursday. So listen to and follow We Can Do Hard Things, an Odyssey podcast, available now for free on the Odyssey app and everywhere you get your podcasts.